0: Greetings, you lucky Libertados, and welcome to another thrilling episode of the Scottish Liber- Liberty Podcast, number That's 77. With Anthony Samuro and of course me, Mercil, <laughs> and we'd come to you today from Glasgow with the shock news that a bright orange disc in the sky is causing panic. People are running, screaming through the children, uh, through the children, through the streets <laughs> with their children, dragging them behind them. Uh, wondering what the fuck it is so if anybody knows what this strange orange disc in the sky is in Glasgow today uh, you can let us know, uh, drop us a line tell us what you think it is Anthony, mm. what have we got for the lucky people today? Well,
1: you and I both had a little bit of a listen to the podcast of Russell Brands horror, Brand. I have once or twice received a comment on one of my videos saying Russell Brands has really let himself go <laughs> to which I responded, it was my marriage to Katy Perry that really took it out of me. Uh, <laughs> why do you think I've lost my hair? Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, interesting. So, yeah. so we, we we listened to a couple of episodes. Why? Because people that were interested in were on Jordan Peterson and Sam Harris. Yeah. I also listened to the episode with Rupert Sheldrake. Um, did you, you? never told me that. Oh, well, that's just a secret. <laughs> okay. Uh, hi to our live listeners. Uh, nice to see you on here mm-hmm. at the scheduled time. So, um, so what did you think? Uh, well, first of all, tell us what you think about Russell Brand in general. Okay, it was difficult
0: for me uh, because, for a start, I cannot stand Russell Brand. <laughs> I think he's, well, first of all, you know, let let me be perfectly honest. One of the biggest things that annoys me is he gets to shag really good-looking women.
1: Yeah, I um, thought that might be one of your motivations for hitting him, actually. You know,
0: and he, he just reminds me of that guy. You know, there's always that guy at parties who's a who's who's a bit alpha, but he pretends to be a beta so that he can get into women's pants. But see so uh,
1: if he's a bit alpha, then why does he have to pretend to be? Because beta? he's not can alpha he enough. Be, can he just be alpha? No, he's
0: not alpha enough to to mix it up with the alphas, if you know what I mean. He's not tough enough. Uh, I don't even think he's funny enough. Uh, oh, no,
1: actually, I've seen him in interviews, and he's very, very quick on his feet. But I think he learned that to um, compensate for all sorts of insecurities and also to get women. Yeah. Because he, he, I've seen um, interviewers him really difficult questions, and he has come out with... The thing is, he doesn't lose his composure, and in that way, he has been quite alpha in the sense that he's always got a smart smarter response he shrugs it off it doesn't let his confidence waver and it is quite an enviable trait and that not like that ability that you know that ability to
0: shag good looking women well definitely that
1: but I think that ability to never lose your composure no matter what anyone says and just always have a smart response does lead to being able to shag good-looking women controversial you guys at home tell us I want to hear from the ladies see when a guy never loses his composure and always has a smart response does that make you does that make the panties drop as they say in hip-hop music okay all right so i i think he's a, I think he's a
0: sesquipedalian prick right and i know that's ironic me using the word sesquipedalian you'll
1: have to look that
0: up he he i think he uses a lot of big i i literally think he he randomly picks Big words at the dictionary puts them all in a hat and just takes them out and strings them all together mm. into fucking meaningless, fucking sentences. He it does, took. Yeah. I mean, the the Sam Harris one I thought was embarrassing. The Jordan Peterson one was a bit, but because I think Jordan Peterson went easy on him, right? Okay. I think Jordan Peterson just I think Jordan Peterson kind of likes him, and uh, and was really interested in maybe analysing him uh, mm. through that through that conversation, but I think. What annoyed me was, I mean, he, he took like he, he took ages just to ask Jordan Peterson, "Do you believe in God?" You know, he tried to phrase it in clever, you know, sesquipedalian terms, but it just fucking didn't work. And I, I found the whole thing excruciating. I was like Michael Caine in that film, the Up, Chris file, You know, when he's like digging a, a nail in his hand to try and uh, resist right, the, the the powers of the interrogators. I just thought this this is it wasn't car crash. He just Russell Brand annoys me okay. so much. As somebody said, you know, well, he's amazing. a fucking chimney sweep who should
1: be stuck up a
0: fucking chimney and life. We're there gonna permanently. have
1: to make a compilation of um, Tam's most controversial statements. Like, for example, when he said that some people are poor because they're cunts, and that some people deserve to be homeless. Russell <laughs> Brand deserves to be homeless. Oh man. So wasn't he
0: actually homeless at one time he
1: may well have been or does so he just
0: say that for street cred you know yeah i was once uh, i was once homeless yeah
1: yeah i, I, was homeless. Okay. I, used, to do, I used to do heroin <laughs> and
0: stuff a lot of drugs and stuff yeah I mean, mom, me and mum used to do a lot of steroids they make my hair go all big that's why my head keeps doing that all the time because my heads my hair's that heavy maybe i'm just jealous of his heavy hair i as think well. you're
1: jealous of um, <laughs> having sex with beautiful women <laughs> But uh, one He just d- looks such a dick. He's you know, like, like, it, like a tramp's mane. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I'll give you my... First of all... Is I, she really going out with him? <laughs> Is she really going to take him mm-hmm. home tonight?
0: Well, it turns out, yes. It so makes right. me actually despair of the female gender right when I see women with fuckwits like Russell Brand. But, I mean, I get it, he's got loads of money, and maybe he's got a cult like a baboons, I've got no idea. But, um, I think
1: he knows how to play the game, he probably knows how to make them feel feel like, ooh. Yeah, yeah he like just throws smoke around like, oh, and does that cheeky, oh, so, that cheeky,
0: cheeky yeah. chappy yeah. Well, thing. Women yeah. love
1: cheeky guys, they just <laughs> love cheeky guys. That's why I've worked so hard to be so cheeky. Um, well, I'm cheeky. Don't get me in Yeah, yeah but you're also <laughs> borderline misogynist, so they feel the hatred. Shock! When, men who love women are beloved of women. Exactly. So, okay? Well, some of them. I don't think he loves women. I think he preys on women. I didn't say that he was. He was one of those. I didn't say that women only love men that love women. But okay. here, okay, let me let me have a turn. Fuck's sake, right? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> i would say i totally agree that um he's overly verbose and i wonder if that is now i'm using a word like verbose you <laughs> use this with i wonder if he's in he's compensating for an insecurity because like you know he's got that kind of working class thing background going class? on yeah he's from a working class background okay he was, so he's not a going thing, on right? and he's like um he he was I think at a time in his life he's he was desperately insecure and that's why he built up all this fame and all this facade of being super confident and things like that. Now this is what I'm not a huge Russell Brand fan. And I have a sneaking suspicion. You are. Well, whatever. One thing is in any of in any time I see him, whenever he fucking mentions the word capitalism, I cringe something really stupid always comes out his mouth. Yeah. He doesn't understand capitalism. He doesn't understand the free market. He doesn't understand the distinction between voluntary and non-voluntary. For him, capitalism just means whatever I don't like about what we've got now, that thing yeah. is capitalism. Consumerism, yeah. Consum- he doesn't make a distinction between crony capitalism and free market capitalism, between a political entrepreneur who uses the state or, and a lot of the things that the government does, like the wars on uh, and stuff like that, he doesn't blame that on the government, he blames it on capitalism. Yeah. And that is everything that I fucking hate about leftism. And there was, uh, especially the was academic form, <laughs> uh, the, the last couple of decades, like, uh, and you could be forgiven for holding these views in the 80s and the 90s. But now that we've got all this information on the internet, yeah. uh, libertarians are a hot topic. And um, you know, you've got no excuse for not being able to distinguish between free market capitalism and just this made-up mm. thing called capitalism. So, okay, that's I, can I music. ask though,
0: where, where was where was his anti-capitalist uh, principles when he was taking part in Hollywood movies? And getting paid
1: well—that's the well. Well, he gets a jail get a jail free card because whenever he complains about capitalism, he goes, "Yeah, I, and and I admit that I am one of the ones benefiting from this system." Okay, well then, yeah. whatever. So the only thing that okay, so that's what I really, what really, really pisses me off about Russell Brand. I would love to go on his show or have him on my show to have a debate with him on capitalism versus socialism. I don't think he so debates though. If anyone, if anyone knows Russell Brand, please tell him that yeah. Anthony Samroff wants to debate him on capitalism versus socialism. And
0: if anybody knows Jemima Khan, uh, you can tell her that Tom Ward wants
1: to, uh, so just leave it there. Okay, <laughs> yeah. so right, that's what really pisses me off about, um, uh, I think... Actually I wouldn't, I'm not, I'm, fuck, fuck stirring Russell
0: Brand's porridge, <laughs> he has tainted these women <laughs> forever for me. <laughs> With these slimy uh, little I'm, not sure spin- K- no. I'm not sure
1: much could taint, um, taint Katy Perry for me. What a babe. What a fucking babe. Anyway, my point is, okay, I want to say what I do respect about Russell Brand. Um, since I've said really? what I don't like about him. Okay. Uh, I think, yeah, he was kind of a stand-up comedian. Not that funny. Um, I don't know what exactly he's famous for. Just being a geezer, really. But he was famous, and I think like he was on drugs, and he was very in. I think he was very inauthentic, and I think everything that he thought that was going to make him happy, like the fame and the drugs and the women, did not make him happy. So, so he did hit bottom. He's drug free; doesn't take substances. He and okay, I completely fucking disagree with him on politics, but he is trying to use the popularity and fame that he has gained to get people thinking about important ideas and I think he has become a lot more authentic. Hopefully he'll drop the big language bullshit because he doesn't need it to show that he's got a brain between his ears but you know I, I respect anyone that like goes through a per- personal transformation and tries to do something positive. Well look, so, I guess he's successful in, okay. a, in,
0: a, in, a, in a way.
1: Yeah, so I mean, he probably would be more successful if he can talking about ideas and just yeah. stuck to the shallow Hollywood stuff. He'd probably be more successful than he is,
0: okay. But then I mean he, he kind of lost a bit of popularity through a couple of controversial sort of episodes? Like didn't what? He? Oh, when he um when him and Jonathan Ross phoned up uh oh,
1: yeah, I Andrew that. Sachs.
0: Uh, what did they and say? I think they were kind of weren't they kind of been a pervy about his daughter something like Maybe. that. Maybe.
1: Okay, so they made a fucking prank phone call when they were high or drunk or whatever, like go up people. Like seriously people... So can, <laughs> we, can we just check that these pearls of wisdom are
0: actually being heard by our audience, yeah, by the way. Yes, all right. Because <laughs> uh, we've had a tendency to uh, overlook that in the past. So yeah, no, I'd I, I come down on the side, more on the side that
1: Russell Brand's a bit of a okay. So do you, about, is, do you want Harrison to say to anything about... Sam Harrison particularly was ideas? Uh, Question for you, Mr. Christian. How did you feel about, um, we've got Kip and Rusty6899. Someone says Russell shagged his granddaughter. I don't believe that he has a granddaughter, does he? (laughs) No, <laughs> he meant.
0: I think he meant Russell Shag, Andrew Zach's granddaughter. All right, okay. And and was kind of it was, was kind <laughs> <him. laughs> of. So actually think controversial. controversial. Yeah, somebody was actually suggesting that Russell Brand I had sex with his uh, own oh,
1: granddaughter. Okay. Yeah, I doubt it. He looks like the
0: kind of guy would do.
1: Oh, that's shocking. Yeah. Okay, so here's a question, right? What? Did, how did you feel when Jordan Peterson, your hero, said something about the story in Genesis, or you know? Being or even of Jesus being purely archetypical, like it is the ultimate example, it's like the worst thing happening to the best person. And he went on to say that, um, literalists miss the point of the religion because the only reason why it's so powerful is that it isn't literal. I'm paraphrasing, and also. Theories and science didn't exist in the day when that book was written, so so that only came around with people like Francis Bacon <clears> and that, where we got the scientific method. Oh, thank you to our six live years. So, what what was it like for you well, as I kind a of li- read the, as a literalist?
0: I kind of already knew Peterson's he, 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 viewpoint on this, so it wasn't it didn't really shock me. But I, I can't. What mystifies me is that if you go right, okay, it's just all allegory. And it's just all a story. It seems to me inconceivable that thousands, millions of even of people would have willingly gone to their deaths for just a story. I just go like, you know, look, this Christianity stuff's just a story. Yeah, do you know what you're right? Why am I why am I getting myself burnt to death at the stake for something that's just a
1: story? No, but it wasn't just a story to them. They believed they were literalists. I mean that's, to me, that's not a great argument, because, no, but okay, because so people, millions went to their, de- or many no, went to their that's death right. it doesn't, communism, That's right, it doesn't fascism. validate it in of itself. I'm sure people were, people, Jews went to death for, yeah. well, I mean, you, uh, for for it, they've refused to convert, and yeah. uh, Muslims will go to death. Yeah, I'm not,
0: I'm not saying that that in itself validates it, I'm just saying that why would, if, if
1: because they don't believe it's just a the story; they really believe that Jesus but is then, Lord. But like. then,
0: including the people apparently closest to Jesus himself, I don't want this to turn into like some sort of religious conversation. Uh, we should conversation. do, 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 do it. Right. We should
1: maybe do a, a, a special thing. Well, on this. we want to hear from you guys. Like, would you like us to talk about it? Because um, I, I find these topics, like, I'm not religious, um, although one might say that I am, especially because You're spiritual, yeah. I don't like to put it in those terms. Okay. Um I I would say I was spiritual. Um spiritual. but I was very skeptical about my own views. Okay. Because if you go to a mental institution, you'll see people there who can give you a very credible story of why they're from Mars, right? And if you go uh, everyone who has a belief in a religion that is very strong um, believes that is true, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's true. So, yeah. even though I had religious views, I was sorry spiritual views. I was very skeptical about them myself because I thought, well, I've always just thought like that, so that doesn't necessarily mean it's true. Until the last couple of years. Um, when basically everything that happened in my life that i didn't want to happen turned out to be one of the best things that could have possibly happened to me and led me to learn the things that i needed to learn to become more of the person that i wanted to be anyway and yeah. um, and that over time made me believe that there's a force in the universe that knows better what's for me than i do and will give me what i need not what i want if if what I want is what I need like you can say well what about people who don't get that well maybe that's not maybe I can't speak for them that's why I say since this transformation that now you could say that I'm religious okay right whereas before I would say that I was spiritual but n- but that's just because it was a but isn't spiritual. religious doesn't
0: religion imply a system
1: okay well I don't know I don't really know I mean I don't care what you I don't really care what you would call it okay. It's just for me that's the distinction Lumber, for me it's like tasting the apple as opposed to just theorizing about oh, okay. it, right? so that's why you, you could say i'm religious right but at the, at the same time i'm willing to say i could be wrong you know it could be a load of horse shit. it could just be apophenia you know maybe there's nothing but um for me like i love some of the stories in the bible i love some of the allegories in the bible like i like the story of the prodigal son you yeah. know um, i uh, i lo- i love some of the lines in the bible um you know vanity of vanity all is vanity back then that meant emptiness it's like that idea of like going into the world. all this shit. you know the fucking money the women all the stuff that russell brand did just being like completely empty because he it's just that va- it's pure it's purely emptiness all this worldly pleasures and the only thing that's really of any value is like the religious you know the the religious experience and um, what was the one the quote the road to hell is paved with good intentions we're going to talk more about that concept. We're going, that's going to kick balls. in uh, no it, it isn't no, no, it, it, no it, it isn't it's a, it's actually polity, so it's, it's
0: just a a, it's just yeah it's a lot of things it's like one of those it's like a god helps those who help themselves right it's not in the
1: bible no, no. Either. But, um no but so so i find a lot of value in that in, in the bible but i can't say that i've ever had a a sense like you have that it's yeah. the that it's the, i know there's a lot of stuff in there that I probably i kind of like go well. with the pauline
0: theory that if christ be not resurrected then your faith is a sham okay but, anyway. but what
1: does it mean what does resurrection mean Right, that he actually physically rose from the dead. Okay, but that's what that that's a literalist view. Someone could say, like, that spirit. Wait a second, that spirit, whatever that is, that Christ had, like, that needs to come back into the world in a big way. That must be resurrected in man. It's your responsibility. It's my responsibility to bring that Christ-like. That's what that's what Paul could have meant. By saying that, that's what he couldn't, right? But he didn't. But, but you're anyway, literally, so, no, but he didn't. You, so anyway, yeah, you're willing to. But it's, st- look, you're it's not a, only it's willing a, to a, stake your life. It's a, on, it's you're very,
0: to stake your soul it's, a, it's a, bigger, it's so a bigger topic than we talks. actually have time for. Well, or I want, or I, sure or I you. indeed want to get into okay. at this moment in time. Um, so. so from the Messiah uh, to a very naughty boy, <laughs> um, it's that man again, Jeremy Corbyn. He's been in the news again recently. Now, that, I, I stress, this man is could very well become Prime Minister um, in the future, in the near future. Um, But there's been allegations recently that from a former Czech intelligence officer called Jan Sarkoci. Check it out. Yeah, check him out. uh, Jan Sarkoci has alleged he paid Mr Corbyn and other opposition uh, Labour MPs £10,000 for confidential information on Margaret Thatcher's government during the Cold War. And uh the claims would be denied.
1: sounds like harsh shit. Yeah.
0: um okay here's here's my take on this. I couldn't actually give a monkeys uh, if he was a spy because I know enough about the guy, right he, he's okay, he's called he totally he called Hamas or you can come back yeah. he called Hamas and Hezbollah his friends or people from those yeah. organizations his friends. He was openly um, consorting with known IRA terrorists at the time when the IRA were at their murderous zenith. okay um, And he knew that they were members of the IRA. Uh, um, he made no bones about the fact that he sympathized with the IRA's struggle. Um, but if that's not enough, all I need to know about the guy and this is the, this goes beyond he doesn't deny this. he's open about this. Jeremy Corbyn believes in using the violence of the state to relieve you of your property. He has openly said that he what wants you to... your own t- goods. You know, whatever. The guy, that's enough for me to want to throw the fucker yeah. out of a helicopter. That's enough. But, All that other stuff is kind of irrelevant. A, a that is enough for me to want to kill him. Uh, I don't, I'm not going to kill him, right? But it's enough for me to want to. Uh, the very fact that he has stated quite clearly and Easy known uncertain terms that he wants to take my property, be it my income, more of it, or be it my actual physical property, uh, in order to bring about his vision, a socialist utopia that has failed so many times before, but he has the hubris to yeah. think that he can get it right.
1: The fatal conceit as Hayek put it. And When we, when yeah. we fucking centrally plan the economy, we'll do it better. Right. Yeah. Right. Well I mean I I I agree with your fundamental point, which is well I don't I mean like but compared to but what you don't I want mean, to
0: throw them out a helicopter man. Uh, I don't care.
1: Right, okay, I, I think Ter- he is evil. I pol- think he's possibly Teresa evil. May, like, Theresa May also wants to relieve you of your property. So does every one of these politicians. That's why they're politicians. I mean, these people who, are like... Okay, but it's not their stated intention. They, cla- they claim to be... Politicians in general, most of them say they want to go into, like, politics to help people yeah. and stuff like that, right? But then why are you... Or espe- and especially the ones on the left who want to help working people. It's like, oh, so you're going to get a nice public sector salary, so working people have to pay taxes to pay you. What, if you want to help them, why not go into, like, some kind of meaningful... Box you, I don't know. <laughs> well, go and do something meaningful. Like, you know, but, okay, so I agree with you on that point. I don't think evil, like... I think that's putting it he on a very evil. strongly. Like, okay, if we're going to say who's evil, like Dick Cheney, okay, someone who go on television and say, "Um, you you said there were weapons of mass destruction," and uh, Dick Cheney goes, "I never said there was weapons of mass destruction. You said you knew where they were. they were on the area. They're in the area around Tikrit and Baghdad. I never said that. Like, the sun never came up this morning. There are news clips of him saying those things and those words, right?" Just no, I don't care. Okay. Okay.
0: okay. But there's going to that Cheney's, you know, insidiousness does that diminish in any way the fact that uh, Jeremy Corbyn might also be insidious?
1: I don't think he is. I think that he, well, first of all, I'm not a supporter of him. I I completely hate his uh, economic policy. I despise his e- his views on economics. I guess at one time there was um, I maybe subscribed to some of the similar views. I don't know if that's yeah. the reason why I'm. A light on on him, but like, well, what do you define as evil? I think that he thinks he really believes that the that, um, the state can be we can have a nanny state that can take care of people and we, and 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 solve social problems, and he wants. Well, to he use a perfect. The state. Well,
0: we done this last week, but I was touching it again. He had a perfect chance to solve the social problem of the homeless guy that was outside the uh, you know the houses of parliament. You know, and the, him and his team gave the guy food. But they didn't give him a job and they didn't invite him to come and right. live in his house. He could have solved that problem. Mm. That but right. he didn't.
1: So well yeah. What he wants so to do is talking... force me to take the homeless guy into my house. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. And I and I disagree with his politics. Um but you don't for for think stuff, he's evil. It's the double standards right. I don't, I, I don't, I'm not well informed enough about the IRA conflict, right? Okay. But I believe in that, t- that uh, during that period, there was a split between the right who were for um, for the union of the UK and Northern Ireland, and the left who were largely sympathetic to the Republican view, which is that Northern Ireland should be part of Ireland proper, okay? So I don't know how the UK came to claim Northern Ireland, but I know it wasn't through volu- uh through vo- the voluntary consent of the people who lived there at the time. So I would say there was a legitimate grievance there. I mean, you're a Scottish separatist; you want Scotland to be its own country, right? You yeah. don't. You, I, I accept that you don't want um, to do that by violent means. No. In fact, and for all we criticise uh, democracy for, one of the great things about I can't believe I'm going to say it. One of the great, but we should we should be aware of that. The great thing about democracy is for the first time in history we can remove a government from power without a revolution okay you don't but have you to. still
0: end up with a government power. you
1: do you do and that's a problem that we're trying to fix but i don't know so i don't know at the time i think it was normal for people on the left to sympathize with the republican cause and you know well there's one thing that sympathises with back the republican to cause one Yeah, but one person's freedom fighter, one person's terrorist, is another man's freedom fighter. So if you're saying, well, you're actually the you, I don't believe I'm I'm an individualist, so things get really hairy when it comes to these things. You go, but if you have a statist view, you're saying you you can make a case that Britain is the aggressor in Northern Ireland. Therefore, anything the IRA do, do is just retaliation. It's just self-defense.
0: Even including the the, the, the I mean, despite, to my knowledge, the IRA killed more Irishmen than the British ever. But just the same as a, a, just a, the same as the PLO tends to kill a lot of Palestinians. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Do you
1: know what? <laughs> yeah. Okay, fair enough. I'm not saying that I um, support their means. I don't support you know Hamas. I mm-hmm. mean, uh, uh, Michael Collins was a, was a was it
0: was. A, was Arguably, one of the greatest Irish patriots ever, and Irish bullets killed him.
1: Right. It wasn't the
0: British that killed him.
1: Yeah, I, 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 I'm not even. I, I, don't know enough of the issue. I'm not like putting up a, a defence of the IRA. I'm just saying someone could come from the angle that yeah. actually, they, that actually they were, they were the ones acting in self defence, or you know, whatever. Who's Nelson Mandela? He was a terrorist. He went to, um, he went to prison and he came out and he was a great man. Right? Yeah. So, but this stuff. Well, about, no, but I, I
0: don't agree that Nelson Mandela was a. Okay. Like, well, okay. A great. What does that mean? A great man, though? Yeah. You know, was Nelson great, Mandela was great in the way God. that Alexander the Great was great?
1: Stefan Mollen, you put out a, a presentation ripping Nelson Mandela to shreds. So, so, maybe it's more complicated than that. All I'm saying is, right, at the time, I, I think who was right and who. First of all, but was he actually. Like, I think a lot of these charges are trumped up because. He says that these um, ex prisoners were coming to talk about the conditions in prisons, right? Okay, well, how's this then? Okay, meeting with the IRA is so fucking terrible, but it's it's okay for like it's okay for uh, David Cameron to meet with the the Prince of Saud and the Saudi Arabian uh, monarchy, who are like. Uh, who've got this autocratic government they're throwing people out well, I, I don't for say that it, I don't say that it's yeah okay yeah okay. I don't say so that so why okay. is yeah but i but, hate, but they are but you can see why people on the left give jeremy corbin a free pass on this when when he's being grilled in the media they go what a fucking bunch of hypocrites what a fucking oh he's so bad for meeting with the, with the ira meanwhile our leaders are meeting with all these Leaders of absolutely tyrannical regimes—they've, um, you know—they—and yeah, okay, hang on so a second so though. But you
0: scale well on a—I would say on a world stage. Okay, you have to deal with. Okay, we we done business with Stalin. We done okay. business. We, right, we 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 met representatives of of Hitler, right? We we met with representatives of countries. It's, it's, it's foolish and naive to think that at no time do you talk to or negotiate yes, with your so enemies, right? right. So. But Jeremy Corbyn was a supporter of the violent struggle that these that these organisations were involved in. Okay. It wasn't just that... Okay,
1: but but, but okay, he met with them to discuss sides, prison conditions. Both sides were violent. Our
0: IRA, the IRA were not the only people who had people in prison. If they wanted to talk to people right. about prison conditions why didn't they just talk to some prisoners okay. who weren't well, IRA members? The thing,
1: right? Matt, what the fuck were you and other British people yeah. doing in fucking Northern Ireland someone else's country when you're in the army? What the fuck are you doing there? Just go right guys it's your fucking piece of land those people who are living in Northern there, what, but, Those people yeah. who are living in Northern Ireland that want to be a part of Great Britain and those people who don't, you guys fucking sort it out. It's nothing to do with us. We weren't born there. You know, okay. what the fuck are you doing going to someone else's country? No, no, no. They didn't I grow to someone else's country. No, but they were already there. Yeah, okay. You but, were stationed there. But, you you weren't born there. What the fuck is well, Hold on is a, you a one, with Hold on a second. Right. right.
0: We had um a, a Protestant majority, you can argue about you know, whether I, yeah, it's right, you can argue about the demographic, you can argue that yeah, it, was it was gerrymandered and it was a false right. majority. However, there were people right. in the north, and by the way, not all of them Protestant, right? It's right. a, a sizable amount of Roman Catholics who didn't really no, want, no, I agree right? With okay, you. right. So. so
1: let them form the militia and fight for the right to be. Be, well they did. They did form
0: yeah. militias and this is how right. the violence kind of
1: okay. kicked off. So that's what I mean. Let them sort it out. It's their bit of land. I don't see why people from England and Scotland, funded by taxpayers living in England and Scotland, were going over to another island and telling them what country they should be a part of. Let the people who live there sort it out themselves. It's got fucking nothing to do with people from but P. if you, am saying,
0: if you have British citizenry, right, in Northern yeah, Ireland, Tell
1: them if you want to stay there, stay there. If you want to come back, but they're entitled
0: back. to the protection of the crown. Why are they? Because what it's the Because that's the deal. You're the right? worst libertarian yeah, ever right now. No, I'm no, not. I'm not. Because I'm talking. I'm talking about the reality of the situation. Well, why doesn't to, the crown? We weren't living in a crown? libertarian society.
1: Why? Why, why well,
0: the Why? the crown. That's yes. why the troops were there.
1: Okay.
0: Okay. The these. And by the way, troops went in to protect, initially, ostensibly at least, uh, troops went in to protect Roman Catholic civilians from uh, sorry from loyalist close quote loyalist paramilitaries. Okay.
1: Yeah, well, no, no, on their
0: behalf. Well, they were being taxed. Okay. Those people living there were being taxed by the crown, and and if you're going to tax me. You have to. One of the parts of that deal is oh, that you give me protection.
1: Contract. Yeah. Okay. Well, get get give the protection of the give give the protection of the militias that actually live there. You know, take take the fucking take it out of the get the people who live there to do it. It's like why? Are, it's it's just. But that's kind of what happened, okay. right? Right. So anyway, my point, Protestant
0: paramilitaries and Protestant guys were attacking Roman Catholics. So, so so troops, and and they couldn't, and they couldn't rely on the local police because they were they were they were in bed
1: with the paramilitaries. It's very Hobbesian, and I actually have a lot of respect for Hobbes, even though he was a monarchist and stuff like, and believed in the the ultimate state, uh, because he was a good thinker, and uh, what you're saying reminds me of him. So there is a case to be made, and I think you've articulated it quite well. All I'm saying is, I don't think it was necessarily clear at that time period in history which side was right and which side was wrong. And I think you tended to, if you were on the left, be on the side of the of the Republican cause, and if you were on the right, be on the side of the. the okay, I I
0: I I I I disagree. I think that you can be you could be pro. You, the SDLP were were. Uh, were for a United Ireland, but they didn't engage in in okay. indiscriminate violence. Okay. It wasn't just violence against Crown forces; it was
1: violence against anybody who they saw as a, as a, as colluding with Crown forces. Okay. I, I I appreciate that, but at the same time, you've got the Thatcher regime uh, supporting Pinochet. Yeah. Uh, and, Okay. If only the
0: if only Pinochet had thrown Jeremy Corbyn at him. <laughs> well, the,
1: okay. Uh, first of all, I think in in many ways, Pinochet wasn't the worst dictator ever. No, but um, he was still a dictator. He was still a dictator. He did still cause some atrocities. Yes, yeah, but roughly about four thousand, five thousand people. Okay. Maybe. So so, I actually think that you know obviously Milton Friedman consulted with Pinochet and. And that led to free market reforms which have served Chile well but there were other tech there were other leaders that um his opponents supported uh pop pop and uh, uh, and that was okay you know that's fine that's fine okay yeah. so so what what i'm saying is i'm not saying that jeremy Corbyn's perfect or that he should have uh supported diary or anything like that i'm just saying People on the left don't take us seriously when we say these things because it's so statist and it is so the, the accusations are not levelled in a consistent way. So you've got the you, you've got backing of you know. But what would Jeremy Corbyn need to
0: do in order for anybody on the left who's a supporter to go? Okay, I'm not going to support him anymore. I mean, I think he could eat children. No, and like and well, they, they, they would still go. Yeah, but he's all right. Take,
1: essentially, if he took right wing positions, they'd abandon him. They'd start eating him alive. Um, I don't. Th- but the thing is, okay, let's take the hammer. I mean, I mean if, if, the hammer, it's, is Jeremy Corbyn and, right to and, use yeah. violence to relieve people on the of the property? You
0: know, but on the grounds, on the premise, well, the state is violence. Therefore. Therefore, anybody who's got property at the moment got, must have got that property by violent means at some point in the past. Uh, no. Well, that's kind of a... That's, no, that's but I agree
1: with you on that. We're right, Mark, okay. sort of kind of like trying to debate the points. Okay, the Hamas-Hezbollah um, thing, right? First of all, Hamas obviously... Um, I get the g- fact that Hamas is a is are is were legitimately elected, as right, far okay. as I know. This is, but this is the thing, okay? H- Hamas have engaged in violent activities, terrorist uh, terrorist activities, okay? For and their status, their stated aim is wait, the violent destruction of state. No, of Israel. they took that out. Of, they took that out of their charter in two thousand and six. Okay, for fucking ages, the the Israel the Israelis were like, why don't Hamas? Why don't Hamas use political means? Why don't Hamas use political means? Okay, Hamas goes, they fucking they embrace political means, they get elected, Israel imposes a blockade on uh, on the Palestinian people, they won't let them import pencils, they won't fucking let them impo- import medicines sometimes. They, they, they Do you know what I mean? It's like you, you punish them for... For not voting for who you want them to vote for in an election. Well, do you know what? Go and suck a fucking dick, right? That is so out of order. Okay, I'm, um, not, I'm not necessarily okay. disagreeing Hezbollah, with that. Hezbollah, they're only considered a terrorist organization by like a few countries, um, like Britain, America, Israel, and a couple of European countries. and uh, They they are basically. But it's meaningless
0: to say, I don't know, Luxembourg sees them as a terrorist because they're not involved.
1: Most of the world does not see them as a terrorist organization, and that's because I don't really know the ins and outs of it because they're basically a militia made out of the people of uh, Lebanon. They are doing a lot of relief and humanitarian work around the time when the conflict kicked off between the two, um, between Lebanon and Israel. When Israel like ran a third of the population of Lebanon out of their homes uh, with bombing and shit like that, it's like. So so wait a second, right? First of all, I'm not a supporter of either. Well, either of these groups when they embrace violence, I abhor Hamas. I do. I I'm not. I, it might sound like I'm defending Hamas. The only thing I'm saying is when you analyze these things, you should use the same measuring stick to measure both sides and if you use the same measuring stick then you get a different interpretation from what you're going to get off the media right this is you can just like google um israel uh, white phosphorus and see them using chemicals on civilian populations burning their fucking skin off you can see like the bombs that they the experimental bombs which they bought from America to test out on the Palestinian people so that the, the Americans can see what their new fancy okay. weapons do. They've got sh- you can see x rays with people with little shards of shrapnel going all through all through these bodies. The 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 average age of a person of a Palestinian, they're fuck a population of kids. They're, 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 it's like really young the average population That sounds be like leftist
0: bullshit to me but anyway well, no no you <laughs> would
1: say that right why don't you google it why don't you google it and find out i'm not making this stuff up it's it's in the public domain right so all i'm saying is if you use the same measuring stick you can as easily criticize what do you think? any leader for a meeting with uh, they would. What do, you, what, do you, what do
0: you fucking think that the Labour or socialist supporters right. would do if Theresa May had been known to be associated with somebody from even National Action, which they dis- they describe as a terrorist group. Is
1: National Action a
0: terrorist group. Well, you have to understand what the left defines as terrorism, okay. which is basically any any act of violence that they disagree with.
1: Okay, well and that's exactly the same. So if you don't agree with if you don't agree with that the Palestinians are the, the occupied people and that they're fighting a defensive war, you go, Well, um you're meeting with Hamas and saying they're your friends. Okay, well if you believe that they are the occupying force, you say, Well, why is that you know, why what was it? There was some uh woman in the administration of Israel that came here, and there was protests about her yeah. coming, and people were saying she was a war criminal. So what I'm saying is, you should just use the same ruler to measure it. That's all. That that's my only point. And obviously, on the left, broadly speaking, they think Israel is the aggressor. Uh, there's a split in the unit libertarian community yeah. on that point. I, from my research, my view is that Israel is the aggressor. So I'm going to say that. Um, you know, just like you say, they have to meet with the... I don't see why Jeremy Corbyn's worse for meeting with members of the IRA than David Cameron is for voting to bomb Iraq and Afghanistan. Because, like, tens of thousands of people died, at minimum, maybe hundreds of thousands. Some people are saying over a million people died in Iraq because of the... OK, the I'm not a
0: supporter of uh, David I know Cameron's you're not, war.
1: I know you're not, but this is what I'm saying. Where, where does he come... In the chain of moral fucking culpability, do you know okay. what I mean? For, right. for okay. having a meeting, as opposed to voting to initiate a war. Okay,
0: even that, though, i was saying the, the spy thing, even the fact that he's involved in meeting non-terrorists, all that, I could actually just go, well, look, that doesn't really matter. That's enough for me to know that he's he's he, willing he's to use violence it. against me he's to redistribute. redistribute my wealth. Right, okay. Well That's I agree with you him. on that
1: point. Okay. So we were gonna talk about
0: why does it okay, if he's not evil, why is why does what does he think he's doing?
1: Okay, and this is something right. that I've been noticing. Right, this is very interesting. And this
0: applies to Russell Brand as well, yeah. I guess. Because he's or all about his lefty
1: right. shite, right? <laughs> why is it the left want to use the state to um sorry? To be a real libertarian here, but to basically turn people into children, or to make—let's use the Bible—make us our brother's keeper, right? Okay. I want to say. What if I want to say, right? First of all, I think I'm quite a socially responsible person. I mean, I work in the helping industry. I'm a counsellor, um, and that I charge people money. I know. I know. I know can. Uh, I've, I've I've seen people for very little when they are being in dire straits. But I but I did Matt that. Bo- I did that. I, lo- I love. It. <laughs> yeah, I wish that had <laughs> <I'd> been his therapist. <laughs> that's pretty good. Right. Okay. Also, a lot of the stuff I put out in economics, it's basically on welfare economics from a libertarian perspective. By the okay. way, welfare economics does not mean the economics of welfare. It means the economics of how to improve people's welfare. So, and I put that out because I really believe in the power of free markets to help people at the bottom. So I don't have to do that, I do that for free. So I think I do have a social conscience. But what if I wanna go, fuck you, your life is your responsibility, and my life's my responsibility. As Ayn Rand said, don't you put any of your responsibility on me. If you wanna take responsibility for poor people, you do it, don't force your responsibility onto me. The left, have a problem with people making that decision, where do you get the idea that you have the right to oblige someone to give a shit, not just to give a shit, but to force them to live for someone else, to force someone to live against their will for someone else's sake, right? And as libertarians, we're against that. Yeah, but
0: you're getting all the benefits of society, though, and you're not willing to chip in.
1: Well, I mean okay well then give me the right to opt out of gaining those benefits right everyone who wants to gain those benefits can pay in and i said you know what i'm fine with that make me pay measure my use of the roads and make me pay for them okay right now meter it okay i'm up for that supposing i want to decontract okay now here's the thing and this is Based on my experience. And it's very interesting that we had the conversation before about my spiritual or religious views. Because I think I came to my understanding of the left through my experience of suffering over the last couple of years and the way it's changed me. Because a lot of the time, my suffering was exactly what I needed to learn, what I needed to learn to overcome that suffering Mm -hmm. and gain mastery in certain situations, right? So since then, I've been a lot more inclined to, to be like, if I see people in certain problems, if I can help, I can help, but I won't try too hard because sometimes I just think, let them go through their suffering because that's what they need to experience right now. If they don't suffer enough, they won't come to a counselor like me or someone that, or, or that can help them or do something else. You know, They won't do anything for themselves unless they suffer enough to make them think, well, fuck this, I'm ruining my life. Uh, I need to make a change. I need to make a change, whether it's in their business, whether they're not happy that they can't get a girlfriend, whether whatever area of their life they're suffering in. um, So if we don't allow people to experience the
0: consequences of their bad decisions, they'll just continue to keep doing it.
1: Precisely. And I think that many of them will, some of them won't, right? But I think that the left just can't stand the thought of someone suffering. They just can't stand it. And that's the pathological empathy bit, because sometimes people have to suffer. And this is why I think, this is why apart from being an ideological libertarian who doesn't believe in the forcible transfer of wealth, this is one of the reasons why I'm against the welfare state. Because I believe that if you want help, you should go and have to ask the person you want help for, for help. Because that means you need to present yourself, right? And say, look, I'm going through a really hard time now. Will you give me money? Will you give me some help? Can you?" Or you can go to a charity and say, can you provide me with drug counselling? Can you provide me with this, that and the other, right? And they will assess you. They've got limited funds. They will say, Yes, we can help you, but you're going to get, have to get off the smokes. You're going to have to stop drinking. You, we will and you're pay, going to have
0: to take a job.
1: Yeah, and you're going to have to volunteer mm-hmm. at the centre. Or we'll see you for free just now, yeah. but when you're doing better, you're going to have to come here and volunteer and help other people. That's the contract. Yeah. We will pay you £5 three times a week to go to go to come here for an exercise class. If you don't, then or you know, if you don't, then we're not going to pay. We're not. If you don't do what you need to do to get better, then we're not going to give you money because there's a queue of people who fucking will, right. right? And the thing is, they because their resources are limited and because they're based on donations, they are going to help the people who help themselves, and they're going to find more and more efficient ways of allocating those resources. And you said before, well, what was your, what did you say, the left wing response to this? Oh, we're going to pay you to go to our exercise class, or we're going to pay you to get off the fags, or what? Oh yeah,
0: dance, monkey boy, dance, sing for your supper.
1: Right, but I'm saying it's more empathetic. It's, right, okay, let's make a distinction that maybe that's the distinction between cap um, uh, empathy and compassion. It's more compassionate to to force them to adopt habits okay. in exchange for help than to just put the money in the bank account because you're perfectly happy to take the responsibility off them and allow them to go on a downward spiral and just get fatter and fatter or, or stay addicted or you know whatever their malady is right so the thing is there's no responsibility when you just get that as a cash payment and there's no notion of the need to present yourself and there's no need to present yourself because you get it in your bank account anyway but if there's a need to present yourself then you go oh well i better get on a shirt like I better you know something like okay i need to actually come across and also i need to not have been an asshole to everyone my whole life you know there's a what we call in economics, uh, what's the word for it?
0: Damn. There's a the thing though. If you get, if you get, if they present themselves too well, if they get on a shirt and a suit or whatever, yeah. and go the no, you're clearly not yeah, in need well, of anything. Well, you know,
1: so. well, this is the the need to have a market and charity for it because they will be able to tell the difference. Well, maybe it's not about. I mean, charities are getting a
0: bad press at the moment because there's been well we we talked about Oxfam last week there's a lot of that there's there's been other organizations and and charities are getting a bad press but what people don't seem to understand is look at least you don't have to if you if you you don't want to give that charity your money I think it's a mistake to decide if if Oxfam's doing a good job right if they're getting 60% let's say of what they of what they take and they get that to the people who need it I think it's a mistake to say, because a few individuals in that organization done some unsavory things, that I'm not going to give that organization money anymore. However, that's your right. If you're a donator yeah. to those organizations, say, okay, because they've done that, I'm not going to give. When it's government organizations, you don't have a, you choice. Don't have a choice. You and can't do that. So you have to support these organizations, whether you want to or not, because they will just take your fucking money and use it for nefarious oh, here, purposes. Here's
1: the thing: I heard from a, um, someone I know, and um, she, that was, very poor, and she went to a charity, and they advised her to get pregnant, so that she'd get a house, so that she'd get she'd be eligible really? for more welfare. So the existence. I, I don't know what her okay. charity it was, but they should be named and shamed because they're probably saying that to tons of people. Because it's like, right, they, they, then she's off, then she's no longer a problem. Did they
0: say that to then, her in all seriousness, though, or was it a kind of... No, um, they
1: said it to her seriously. That was their advice for okay. her. Now, that shows that the public sector, the welfare state we have, corrupts the charity. And I remember the economics term. It's moral hazard. Okay. Moral hazard means... When you do something bad, there's a negative consequence for it, right? See, if you've been an asshole to your neighbors your whole life, then you come into hard times. There's no moral hazard when you can just pick up your welfare check. So, this is creating an excellent incentive. But people go, oh, people like Russell Brand will say, oh, capitalism, it's so impersonal. No one knows their neighbors anymore, it's all consumeristic. That is created by the welfare state. You don't need to know your neighbours because yeah. the state is your neighbour.
0: Yeah.
1: Before you needed to know your neighbours, you had a friendly society. You you know, you all pitched in for this, yeah. that and the other. Now you don't need to do that anymore because people don't think it's their job. They think it's the government's job. So this is this is such an interesting show because all of the topics we talk about link together because you, you mentioned the quote, God helps those that help themselves. Yeah. The welfare state does not privilege those who help themselves it privileges those who don't help themselves and this is the pathological empathy of the left or just give them money or just you know that'll sort them out no people should have to present themselves if you want something from someone else you do something for them that they want in exchange or you ask them for it Mm. or you ask or you give them your gratitude. This is the thing. People do not appreciate do not appreciate it. Oh, it's a right. It's mm-hmm. a right. I've got the right to other people's money. If someone if you if you can see someone that has to sacrifice to give you a helping hand, there's more chance that you will appreciate that and use it because you're touched that someone helps you. Oh, now it's just a right. Yeah. Go fuck yourself.
0: What did you think of Jordan Peterson's assertion or the notion that it's a very, this leftist idea is a kind of very feminine notion in as much as when you look at uh, paleo societies and and, uh, ancient societies, men were the hunter-gatherers and the producers and women were the distributors. And it was was a kind of feminine idea idea, that we need to make sure that everybody's got enough. And that kind of that notion of we need to make sure everybody's got enough is a very feminine notion, and that, that permeates leftist I kind think of ideology. Women
1: are typically more left wing than yeah. right wing, we could say, have the debate over whether that's um, socially conditioned. Yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of I women think, out
0: there who'd be who'd, who'd spitting nails at the moment at the idea of you really, saying that they're
1: leftists, but I think I, generally. Well, yeah, I, yeah. Think, I think there's evidence of that, but also it's like women are. I think it's evolutionary biology personally yeah um you know men like power and women like stuff and it's like um obviously i'm broadly speaking it's it's resources your daddy's rich your mama's good looking now i don't think that the best choice of a partner is um the richest guy you can find the the, uh are necessarily the most beautiful woman that you can find. They are the people who are going to be spoiled for choice and will treat you so well. But something does gravitate towards in, in, in women is like, oh, resources. So I guess it's a feminine thing. The, for me, people think, I think it's bad that people cannot go out and provide for themselves if you are dependent on the government for your income it doesn't matter if they give you a universal basic income. You will never, ever feel secure because you know that you can't go out and make a living. I don't think it's good for people's psychological health to be dependent on welfare. Okay, let
0: just have a look at some of the comments there. Uh, Rick Tang McCall, Ricky says, good afternoon, good afternoon to you. Um, uh, somebody here, Gorilla TV, no, sorry, Jonathan Rainey, says, are you too in favor of gun control? <laughs> no. The progressive left want it so bad ever since the Parkland shooting uh, recently. And David Laird, my brother, says gun control is just gun monopoly. I kind of uh, That's pretty much how I feel about it. Yeah. We, we, we,
1: do
0: you know what? We were, we, going, we were to going to talk, talk about, about, it about it on but this podcast. Let's but
1: just do a brief one.
0: Briefly? It, look, this thing just goes in circles and circles and circles. And it doesn't matter how many times we present
1: the evidence. Reason
0: and evidence. Okay, it
1: doesn't. It does well
0: with people. It does, doesn't uh, the left don't care? George Clooney and uh, um, Oprah Winfrey have donated hundreds of thousands of dollars recently to uh, organizations, student organizations, who are going to protest on campus. At, uh, at you know, at guns, basically, and they want the government to do something. You know, something must be done. It's all about our children, says George Clooney. We need to do this for the sake of our children. Um, No, for the sake of our children, you need to keep those fucking guns. It's really interesting to me and ironic that the same people who say that Donald Trump is literally Hitler, Right. right, and he has to be stopped, are the same people who are saying that Donald Trump should take people's guns away from them. Well, if Donald Trump is literally Hitler, the last thing you want is for him to be taking your guns away. You want to keep a hold of those fuckers so that when he comes at you, you can defend yourself. So um, so just briefly on the gun thing, it's, it's one of these arguments that just does not go away. The left want to create a situation in which the only people who will have guns are, are violent, violent criminals,
1: and the state and take your pick what's worse and for me the thing that really pisses me off is i'm tired of getting treated like a fucking idiot because i base my views on gun control on reason and evidence rather than emotion someone actually said that um well it doesn't sit well it just doesn't sit well with me it seems a bit defeatist to let people have guns i think you're fighting the wrong fight and it's like here's the thing that is exactly what i'm against people making policies on what sits well with them okay it doesn't sit well with the nra people that you want to take their guns away so when we base policies on what we feel there's no room for consensus there is no room for consensus when we base policies on what we feel and um, I, I guess at this only on reason and evidence. So, yeah, you go I, on. I'll I take it
0: at this moment, I leftist this would cut in and go, nobody's saying that you can't have a gun. What we're saying is we want more tighter controls on them. What's wrong with making people register? What's wrong with making people, uh, you know, who needs an AR 15, you know, to, to defend themselves? Well, you can do that with just an ordinary handgun, you know, you right. don't need, and it's like, well, it's the thin. I know. I know you're not. A, I know the wedge fallacy but I think it is the thin end of the wedge. If you allow the government to start to, to-
1: it's pointless because the vast majority of people who commit crimes don't actually buy their gun from a retailer. Yeah. They either get it secondhand at a flea market, a small a percentage of them steal them. So what's the point? Uh, they, they they're not getting them yeah. through the official channels. Here's my five points. Okay. Right. Number one, all of the shootings happen in gun-free zones, areas where no one was allowed to bear arms, including the security. That demonstrates that criminals don't like getting shot back at. Number two, some people live out in the countryside in America where it takes four or five hours for a police car to arrive. They have got the right to defend themselves and their property and their family. On that point, let's make it more broad, that if you believe... That your most basic right is your right to your life. Self-defense is the most indisputable natural right, and I'll tell you why. Because it doesn't just exist amongst humans, it's all across the animal kingdom. Some, even in 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 species, they'll fight within in their little pack, but If one submits to the other, the the, the other will will, will stop fighting them. But you've got the right to defend. But everyone tries to defend themselves. They run or every animal will try and preserve their life, right? And the thing about a gun is it's the great equalizer. A woman does not – a small woman does not have much chance or or a weedy guy like me does not have much chance against their potential assailant, okay? But if they've got a gun – And here's the thing, only 10% of women need to be carrying a gun to deter rapists. Only 10% of houses have to have a gun in them for everyone to get the benefit of deterrence. Number three, literally hundreds of thousands of crimes are stopped every year in America by law-abiding citizens carrying guns. You're not factoring that in The
0: guy who shot up that church in America, the, the, the yeah. guy who
1: chased them down
0: and actually killed them, killed them with an AR-15, he was a private citizen, um,
1: that, that did that. Here's to uh, here's one to ask your anti-gun friends. Do you not think that a shop owner in a dangerous area should be allowed to have a gun? And if not, how about a prison psychologist that deals with psychopaths every day? Should he not be allowed to have a gun in his drawer? Why not, okay? it Should no one have a gun? apart from the police, right? Yeah. First of all, it's easy to focus on the emotive, number four. It's easy to focus on the emotive issue of a shooting, but you can't count the number of crimes that have been deterred. I guess that's the same point, yeah. right? So, And finally, the majority of gun violence in America is gang-related. So it's essentially consensual. It's people shooting at other people that are shooting at them, right? If you take gun violence out of the numbers, you'll see that, America doesn't have a gun problem, it has a yeah. gang problem. There's also a high amount of suicides in those figures as well. Oh yeah, they, they count in suicides yeah. and they also count in people who were killed by police officers. Yeah. Can you believe that? Yeah. That's pretty it's, dishonest. Right. So yeah. So here's the other thing. Um, the gun crime the, the, the gang crime is largely or to a degree, created by the welfare state, which pays black families uh, black mothers to have illegitimate children. I'm sorry, but illegitimate illegitimacy amongst blacks in America is through the roof. Number two, the minimum wage every time they put the minimum wage up in America, youth unemployment amongst blacks goes down. I'm sorry, I'm, I up. know it goes up. I know that not only blacks are in gangs, and um, I apologize, but but look. If you fucking call me a racist, go and suck a fucking dick, quite frankly, okay? I'm talking about. As long as it's not a boy. I'm deck. talking about statistics <laughs> here, right? Third of all, the war on drugs. The war on drugs. How successful has banning drugs been?
0: Oh, it's. it's yeah. You can't get drugs for loving their money.
1: Yeah, and it's these yeah. fucking. the same people who are against drug prohibition are somehow think that banning guns is a magic wand. Yeah. So that's what I've got to say. If you want to see this
0: dealt with comprehensively in under a minute. Go on to Steve Crowder, uh, and Steve Crowder absolutely demolishes uh, the, the anti-gun uh, argument in under a minute, you know. Uh,
1: so i checked check that out on YouTube if you've got time. Uh, right, so this was one of my favorite episodes because we got into some rousing debates and uh, yes. and i We must topics. do some more of that, actually. Yeah, so let us know what you think. Um, Remember, I have another podcast called Be Yourself and Love It podcast if you're interested in personal development. My target is to get twice as many hits this month as last month, and I'm on my way. So listen to a couple of episodes and see if you like it. I also have a free book called Procrastination Annihilation, which you can get at beyourselfandloveit.com forward slash do it. Is there anything you want to say before we wrap up? Uh, Be good to each other. Until next time. Be libertarians. Don't be writing. Or a lefty.